All right. Um, I hope I don't do it again. Um, I'm not gonna tell you what I did earlier, but it was bad. Um, so hopefully I'll struggle through this. Anyway, you're listening. To, well, welcome to the um, um, your um, Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club for um, for uh, Monday, September 18th, 2023, I believe. It's good having you with us, and I hope we'll have a good morning today, um, like always, um, anyway, um, usually this segment's usually local news, but, um, lately everything's been paywalled, guys. Uh, I'm sorry to say, um, but, um, maybe I can work around that, um, Interesting here. Um, oh, yeah, um, fly attendants are burned out and quitting. Here's why. This was posted by CNN, by the way. CNN Travel, the specific. When Essence Griffin started working as a flight attendant in 2022, she was so thrilled, you know. I sure was, too. Oh, you know what I mean. Um, Griffin was in her early 20s and desperate to see the world. The years struck at home during the pandemic had lit a fire inside her. I really wanted to travel, she tells you in travel. I was like, I've got to get out, and I've got to go see things as soon as I can. At first, Griffin's job as a flight attendant for a U.S. airline felt like the perfect opportunity. But after just over a year of flying, she decided to take a step back. I'm taking a break now, she says. I got burned out. (laughs) Griffin's not alone. Working as a flight attendant may sound like a dream job, but in a post-pandemic aviation landscape defined by delays, lost luggage, staffing issues, and disruptive passengers, a dream can be souring for some. Now, in 2020, saw many aviation workers furlogged, while those still working risked falling ill. Then, as the pandemic waned and airplanes returned to the skies, airlines struggled to restaff quickly enough to match demand. 
When aviation returned, disrupted passengers seemed more prevalent than ever. With the dead ogularity wearing a face mask often the inciting factor. Since 2021, U.S. Federal Aviation Administration, the FAA by the way, has reported a rapid growth in incidents where airline passengers have disrupted flights with threatening or violent behavior. U.S. flight attendant Rich Henderson, who's been flying for a decade, says during the pandemic, the whole thing shifted. The whole environment and the energy of the, in the environment shifted. Always tell people that when COVID happened, all the fun parts of being a flight attendant, all the satisfying exciting parts of being a flight attendant, we're stripped from the job, Henderson tells CNN Travel. In Henderson's opinion, it's all yet to shift back. Staffing, scheduling, and long days remain an issue, while disrupted passenger incidents are a continuing concern. These issues are not specific to the U.S., according to Dutch flight attendant Julian Ovier. Some days we are working 12, 15 hours a day, and we are so tired, Olivia tells CNN Travel, and we are sometimes expected to come to work the next day again, with the same long days, with the delays and everything. Flight attendants don't want delays any more than passengers do, adds Olivia suggesting there is a misconception that crew are paid during long waits on the ground. We only get paid from the turning on of the engine till turning off, she says. There are certain airlines that are expectations this rule, but this is the general policy. The FAA stipulates that flight attendants in the U.S. are supposed to clock off after 14 hours. But Henderson says once the door of the aircraft is closed, we're powerless. So we can go illegal while we're in the middle of working a sequence if we're still on the plane. Olivia says flight attendants in Europe have similar limitations of working hours under the European Aviation Security Agency, which stands for EASA. But we can go further than 14 hours under special conditions. Plus, we don't get extra pay for extra hours, she says. Rich Henderson, a flight attendant, set clearly says, when COVID happened, all the fun parts of being a flight attendant, all of the satisfying exciting parts of being a flight attendant were stripped from the job. Well, that sucks. I think I might stop here for now. This article's on CNN Travel, by the way, if you're wondering. Um, aww. Yeah. Anyway, um... One point five. 
By the way, I'm doing something here in the queue, by the way. Apologize for that. Alright, um, following the commercial break will be Jane Makeba and Taylor Swift Karma. So, yeah, um, think, well, more of the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club will be right back. I'm going to get some water to clear up my puke, okay, and clean it up. Anyway, we'll be right back right after this. Don't go away. Hey, Winnie. That was Karma by Taylor Swift from Midnight's, and before that was Jade Mikaba. As I mentioned earlier in the last segment, ironically. But anyway, um, I think for this segment we're going to do the good old-fashioned food talk. How about that? <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. Alright, let's talk about this pineapple zucchini bread. Not like I really care for it, but some people do, so I'll go ahead and read it for the people that do. Anyway, there's no description apparently. That's interesting. But, okay, we'll read anyway. <laughs> Ready in one hour and 25 minutes. There's 13 ingredients. It can yield two loaves. And it serves 20 to 24. I'll go ahead and read the ingredients first, as always. Free eggs, one cup of oil, two cups of sugar, two teaspoons of vanilla, two cups of shredded zucchini. Make sure it's squeezed dry in a paper towel, okay? Eight ounces of crushed pineapple, drained, three cups of flour, one teaspoon of baking soda. Yep, that's right, baking soda. One teaspoon of salt. Make sure the baking soda and salt is one teaspoon. One half teaspoon of baking powder. Two teaspoons of cinnamon. Oh, yeah. One cup of raisins. Yeah, I know there's raisins there, sort of. And last but not least, one cup of chopped nuts. All right, on to directions. Step one. Beat the eggs, oil, sugar, and vanilla until light and fluffy. Like you, Winnie. Step two. Stir in zucchini and pineapple. Step three. Combine dry ingredients and add to batter. Step four. Pour in nuts and raisin and stir. Step five. Pour batter into two well-gleaked... Grease? Oh, grease loaf pans. 
My cursor was in the way. Step six. Bake at 350 degrees Fahrenheit for one hour or until firm. Step seven. Please cool in the pan for ten minutes. And last but not least, step eight. It freezes beautifully, doesn't it, Winnie? Yeah. Good dog. That's just Winnie. Alright, no questions, but there is some reviews, though, but we'll not read those, though. <laughs> Alright. You can always find more recipes, too. How about we read um, mozzarella sticks? Alright, All right. at the request of my lovely 12-year-old daughter, I am posting these one of her favorite foods. We search for a recipe together and end up adapting one to see our tastes and joy. Yeah, I would love those myself. These are ready in 15 minutes, by the way. Supposedly. There are seven ingredients, and it yields 12 to 16 sticks. Here's the ingredients. One-fourth cup of flour, one cup of Italian-style breadcrumbs, two eggs, one tablespoon of milk, one pound of mozzarella cheese, obviously, Cut into three-fourths inch of X three-four inch strips, or you can even use string cheese and cut each in half. After all, string cheese is, in retrospect, mozzarella cheese. Um, I cleaned it up. Don't worry. Can you please close my door? Now I'll close it myself. Sorry about that. My brother was worried about me because I puked earlier just before I started the show, so... Yeah, not a secret anymore. <laughs> anyway, where was I? Oh yeah, one cup of vegetable oil, one cup of jarred pizza sauce, or one cup of marinara sauce. Basically, that's the sauce for dipping them in, basically. <laughs> yep. Anyway, here's the directions. Step one, whisk eggs and milk together. Step two, coat each piece of cheese with flour. Then dip an egg and then roll in breadcrumbs. Step three, dip an egg and crumbs again. Step four, freeze for six to 24 hours before frying. Okay. Step five, heat oil and skillet and cook sticks for about a minute on each side or until golden and before cheese starts to leak. That was step five, by the way. Step six, drain on paper towels. And last but not least, step seven, serve the sauce I mentioned earlier for dipping. 
That is, if you want to, that is. Some people don't like dipping their sauce in sauce like that. I used to like it, but not so much anymore. I remember when I got the um, cheese sticks from Domino's, I would love dipping in the sauce. That was just how I rolled back then when I was a kid. I mean, I love dipping the cheese sticks from Domino's in that marinara sauce. Initially, I didn't want to do it at first. But afterwards, I did do it, and God, I loved it. I love the marinara sauce that Domino's had. It was delicious. It really was. Um, I mean, it was absolutely delicious. I, I mean, I'd ask, I'd even go as far as getting more marinara sauce. And that, on top of all that, I'd even ask for a second, um, I surf when we got the, um, oh, what do you call it, the cinnamon twist or sticks or whatever they were called back then. And now Domino's calls them their cinnamon twist, bread twist or whatever, and I don't even eat them anymore. I just don't really care for them now. I just care for their pizza now. I just don't really care for the um, cinnamon twist, bread twist or whatever they're called now. They're just... They're not really the same thing to me now. Um, I just don't really care for them. Um, it's just Domino's lately has been discontinuing a lot of the stuff I like, except for the pizza. I don't know what their deal is, but that's just how they are. Um, but I guess that's just how they're rolling, I guess. Of course, there's other pizza parlors here in town, but what I really like is um, Little Caesars. Um, as you may know, this was a while back ago. It was like a little bit over ten years ago. Little Caesars, there was one here in town over by where Taco Bell is. Um, but they closed down for some reason. Now, the one in Monmouth is still open, thank God. But I just don't really see any need to go out of town just for pizza, so... I'll pretty much just have to suck it up and deal with Domino's, I guess. <laughs> oh well. But anyway, um, that's pretty much it, guys, for this segment. I think in the next segment we're going to do um, TMZ Celebrity News, guys. So there's that, I guess. Um, I don't know what will be coming up next. I still have to feed in commercial. I'll probably feed in the music later. Well, actually, I might as well do it now. Might as well be over. <laughs> Point five, one point five, two. Okay, I think we'll work with three minutes. I'll give me seven minutes to put in some music. We'll just start with Helen back and, um, and, um, actually, hold on. How about, um, Fast Car and Shore Finn, guys? Anyway, more of the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club will be right back. Don't go away. That was Shore Finn by Miguel. And before that was Fast Car by Luke Combs. And Shorefing is a good song, by the way. It was um, released back in 2010. 
But just recently, in 2023, 13 years later, it became a sleeper hit. But anyway, um, <laughs> enough about that. It's time for TMZ Celebrity News, guys. So let's get the show on the road already. Um, oh, here's a cool one. Kim K. Son Saint flips the bird to pops. Basically, what she did was she flipped the middle finger. That is the equivalent of saying "f you." Like tisk tisk for mama, <laughs> and it basically edited out with "screw you." I said "f you," but I'm sorry about that. I should edit that out later. That is, Kim Kardashian knows how to carry herself in front of pops who are snapping away. But it seems one of her sons is still learning the ropes. Or maybe he just thinks he's number one. Seven-year-old Saint was locked into an island's burger joint late Friday after his basketball game, accompanied by a couple of pals plus his mom, not to mention a bunch of bodyguards. Not naturally, paparazzi were over the place too, you know. As the whole group was heading toward the front entrance, Saint let the photo dogs on hard hand know how he felt about their presence, throwing up a middle finger. <laughs> the sl- the sight of a little kid throwing up the fu signal. It's pretty funny in and of itself, but the way Kim Kardashian reacts to Saint's gesture is even more hilarious, to be honest. Let's just say she's very much in mom mode, softly trying to muzzle her kid and deign him to behave, but she's not going very hard, you know. Perhaps he's telegraphing how she really feels. Now, in terms of who exactly is channeling between his two parents, Saint's learning into his Kanye genes here. We've seen Ye flip his lid at Pat Pops over the years. There's also one of Kanye with that says, Don't talk to me. That's probably when he flipped the bird. It happened back in July of 2013. It's definitely funnier when the kid doesn't know. I will admit that. <laughs> but anyway, um, now on to an airplane video. I'm not going to play the video, but I'll read the story at least. Catsuit clad woman tossed off flight and she declares... I'm Instagram famous now. Now, um, there's actually an update as of 7.02 a.m. actually. Now, we've ID'd, well, uh, we've ID'd the supremely confident flyer, and according to her Instagram page, her name is Morgan Osmond. As for whatever, she's actually Instagram famous. Well, as of this this posting, she has 975,000 followers. Not quite that magical million mark, but I think this net will probably get her there now. (laughs) 
And that was posted at 7.02 a.m. The original story was posted at 5.30 a.m. today. So let's read what was originally posted. Another day, another freak out on commercial airline, but this time it involved a statue sleek model type in a sexy bodysuit. The mystery woman got into heated exchanges with some of the other passengers aboard. The plane while boasting about how she is Instagram famous. Check out this 20 second clip posted on X, formerly known as Twitter, which shows the woman arguing with one passenger as she removes her suitcase from an overhead bin. She yells, call me a biatch again, I didn't do anything wrong. After another passenger tells her to shut up, she barks back, Now you shut the F up. You shut the F up and you're biatch. She saunters down the aisle passing someone who is filming her, and she suddenly strikes a pose bragging, Film me! I'm Instagram famous, you effing bum! As she walks out of frame, she curses at even more passengers, who by now are just laughing at her like she's crazy. <laughs> the circumstances of where, when, and how this all went down are still unknown, but we're in the process of gathering the facts, which obviously they already have, and once we get the details, we'll report back to you. Of course, this type of nutty behavior has been a constant problem on commercial jets. Which obviously we were talking about earlier. Everyone remembers the Tiffany Gomez meltdown aboard American Airlines flight from Dallas to Orlando in July of 2023 this year when she screamed, Stop the effing flight! And that mother effer isn't real. We're guessing this latest woman is going to be Instagram famous, but for all the wrong reasons, very soon, you know. <laughs> for more viral news, you can tune into the TMZ Verified Podcast, which I believe is available on Apple Podcasts. Dropping every Thursday on all podcast platforms, but theirs just takes us to Apple, so there's that, I guess. I think I'm going to go ahead and stop here, because since I, I mean, even though it ran over one minute, that's still beyond the point. So, yeah, um, coming up at 8 a.m. will be um, Pokemon News, um, but yeah, um... Hmm. One. One. <coughs> I think I'm gonna do four minutes this time, guys. Fifty. Yeah, that'll work. Oh, let's see. Um, there we go. 
Yeah, I wonder how that girl got Instagram famous. Obviously, maybe because of her um, playing her experience, but still. <laughs> Hopefully this will work. Um, something tells me it will, as long as I um, do it directly at 7.50 or a little bit, a few seconds after 7.50. I think we should be okay, guys. So anyway, coming up in the next segment will be Pokemon News. What else? But anyway, you're listening to Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club for Monday, September 18th, 2023. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Don't go away. So Dominic Fike from Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Before that was All My Life featuring J. Cole by Lil Durk. Alright, now, now it is time for Pokemon stuff. Pokemon news, that is. Um, and I got some big news. Oh, not, okay, that's just going to take us to Scarlet and Violet. Never mind. Anyway, um... Um, Pokemon TCG, Scarlet and Violet, a city of flames art, is actually on fire! Oh, okay. Okay. This was posted actually three days ago, but we'll read anyway. Um, a look at Pokemon TCG, Scarlet and Violet, a city of flames illustration, rare cards. Check out some of the hottest cards from the recent expansion from Scarlet and Violet. Art from the Pokemon train card game always burns brightly. But there is something special about these illustration rare cards. Featuring um, full card artwork. These stunning cards tell a compelling story. Offer a fresh perspective on well-known and beloved Pokemon. And are so richly detailed that it's difficult to look away. And the artwork in the Pokemon TCG, Scarlet and Violet Obsidian Flames expansion, is flourishing in its intensity and beauty. Here are some of the incredible cards you can expect to find in this expansion, okay? Pidgey, Pidgeotto, and Pidgeot EX. Illustrator Jerky's graphically bold style applied to Pidgey. And its entire evolution chain is almost inexplicably hilarious. The first of these images boasts not one but many Pidgey against a bright yellow background, alternately staring at and playfully hiding from the viewer. Try not to laugh at the rogue Pidgey claw emerging from the top right corner of the card. Right corner of the card. It's Evolution Pidgeotto. Mimics the bold, sassy personality of the Pidgey, but against an error primary color. Green. 
and Pidgeot EX complete, completes the trio, fly, flying directly at the viewer. A cartoonish landscape at its back. Make a game of counting Pidgey and looking for the route signs in each card. SQEX. One of the most fascinating things about the terrestrial phenomenon is that it offers the opportunity to change a Pokemon's type. For example, it can take a water type Pokemon like SQ and turn into a fire type Pokemon. In artist Sonishiko Oiki's hands, this transformation is undeniably humorous. The penguin Pokemon is exactly where you would expect it to find it, in an icy white snowscape of a cool blue sky. But the, but this isk has an unlikely addition of a flaming chandelier on its head, which suddenly shifts the tone of the entire card. With its extremely large head tilted, in preparation to charge, SQ is a comic Albert Fierce figure. And SQ was introduced in um, Generation um, 8, by the way. That's Pokemon Sword and Shield, by the way. I played those games, by the way. Well, Pokemon Sword, at least. Um, anyway, um, Leechonk. You wouldn't expect elegance from a card featuring Leechonk. When artist Narumi Sato's deft hands, even the hog Pokemon takes on an air of refinement, you know. Sure, it's passed down on the floor after what appears to have been a very large meal. And yes, it appears to be drooling with the remnants of that meal still staring about its face. C consider the elaborate and highly realistic tile pattern on the floor. The beauty of the nearby potted plants, the masterful play of light and shadow across the floor. The colors are bright but thoughtfully chosen, almost as almost as though Sato set out to illustrate a beautiful room, and the Pokemon somehow appeared after the fact. And yet. The incongruence just serves to highlight the beauty of the setting and the hill tree of Lechonk's personality. Up next, Gloom. If drooling Pokemon are your jam after all, then guess what? Masako's Tommy's Gloom will likely be your favorite car from the entire expansion, based on the drool to Pokemon ratio alone. And yes, According to Gloom's Pokédex entry, the flu that oozes from its mouth isn't drool. From the fluid oozing from its mouth to the stench of its pollen on its leaves, which is so foul its opponents faint, it's not the most refined of Pokémon. And yet, Toby's Gloom cannot be more unbothered as it strolls through the jungle. <coughs> Vivid fluorescent colors and abundance of unique flora offer an attention-grabbing background for the Pokemon's jaunt. The two Weedle observing from beneath the safety of a leaf entrance the entire scene. 
It's not quite picture-esque, but very something more energetic and distinctive. The original card befitting a Pokemon that owns its unique aesthetic. Up next, Scizor. Behold, Scizor. Harbinger, Harbinger of the Eclipse, Dispenser of Doom. That sounds like an exaggeration until you look at illustrator Uku's Scissor. Scizor, I mean. The relentless crimson sky that bleeds into the Scizor is in the foreground. The seemingly charged tentacles... The seemingly charred tentacles of grass beneath it. I don't know what happened to set these sizzle off on this apparent rampage, but that's probably for the best. Because when you come across a scene that is this foreboding, you turn around and walk away without asking questions. It's not at all what you suspect from a Pokemon TCG card, which after several decades and tens of thousand cards is quite an accomplishment. Alright, I'll read the um, next one um, after the following segment as part of um, a narr- as part of a continuation of a narr- segment. Um, don't like doing that, but I'll read the last one, don't worry. Um, I just want to get some stuff fed in here. Point <coughs> five. performance commercials alright I think I'll add the next song afterwards so I know what I'm dealing with anyway coming up I'll finish off that um, TCG um, card thing and maybe we'll talk about my YouTube channel for a little bit we'll see but anyway you're listening to Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club we'll be right back right after this don't go away Jaded by Miley Cyrus, and before that was Helen back by Bacar. I used to be playing old stuff from 2013, but just recently I started going back to playing current stuff. Anyway, let's continue on with reading the last trading card here. Um, Palfian. Akirikomia's Palafin is the perfect counterpoint to Scizor's chaotic, destructive mood. In a card bursting with playful energy, Komiyama captures a pot of palafin in both hero form and zero form. There's whimsy in every line and bubble and details, excuse me, so numerous that your eye almost doesn't know where to look. At first, impression of palafin seemed to be seem to form a single entity, an aquatic entity at once powerful and eager to play. It's impossible not to smile at the friendly, open expression expression on the faces of the Pokemon. And while every illustration rare card is unique and interesting, 
Komayama perhaps takes the crown for maximizing every colorful inch of available space. Now, this is just a small taste of the incredible artwork for the Pokemon TCG Scarlet and Violet Obsidian Flames expansion. Keep an eye out for more artwork and news from the Pokemon Train Card game. But, yeah, um, yeah. Me do that. <laughs> anyway, um, actually, we wanted to talk about my YouTube channel. I just realized that. <laughs> we'll see if anything changed over the past course of a few months. Not really. Um, okay, what is this? Okay, that's just an update, that's all. Um, nothing new's really changed, guys, other than the fact, the re but we got, oh, here's some good news, I got over a thousand, I got like a thousand views now. Let's take a look at the analytics, guys, um, once it could load, there we go. Okay, not a lot of stuff has been updated, that's why it's not really getting that popular. Let's just take a look at the lifetime charts for now. Um, it looks like episode 2 of Pokemon Super Mystery Dungeons is the most popular now. Um, yep, 1.0k views. We got a thousand views now. KHKJTV, that is. <coughs> and Pokemon Super Mystery Dungeon episode 2, aka Meeting Miles. That's the most popular episode on the channel overall. God, I'm so shocked at the performance of Super Mystery Dungeon. I am really shocked. I don't know if it's something to do with the fact that the um, videos are shorter or what, but um, yeah, um, Super Mystery Dungeon became a big success for KJTV, by the way. And we will be doing more content, by the way, real soon. Be on the lookout. We're just taking a break. After the um, family crisis I had. And then in second place, Super Mystery Dungeon Episode 1 takes that throne. And for the bronze, Pokemon Black, the first episode, the pilot episode, remains still in the silver position. Um, but yeah, um... But yeah, um, that's it for that um i still got like six minutes guys but there is not really a whole lot of new stuff updated so there's that i guess i really should get in the habit of doing it again Oh yeah, there is something I can talk about that's... Dallas crushed Leviton with a 36-20 score. Um, um, that game aired yesterday, by the way, at noon following the American Top 40. Um, the Dallas Dragons managed to beat the Lebanon Warriors with a score of 36-20. The scoreboard will, um, well, you know what I mean. Um, 
here. Um, let me do this. See if I can access my dashboard. Uh, it does not look like it wants to load. I'm probably going my web hosting provider is a little bit slow, by the way. There we go. That's better. Now we should be able to access the page now. Then again, maybe not. <laughs> oh, never mind. I jinxed it. Alright, let's go ahead and read it now. It might be a little bit slow. There we go. Dallas crushes Lebanon with 36 to 20 score. Let me read the picture here from OSA. Lebanon got 20 points. They were the away team, while Dallas, the home team, got 36. The game took place on September 15th at 7 p.m. at Dallas High School. It's a league game. The Lebanon Warriors were red and royal blue, while Dallas Dragons are beaver orange and black. Good colors, by the way. Um, Dallas received 14 points in the first quarter. Lebanon got none. In the second quarter, Dallas got eight points. Lebanon got seven. Um, in the third quarter, Dallas got six points, so Lebanon got none. And the fourth quarter, Dallas got eight points, while Lebanon managed to make a good comeback with 13, but sadly was not enough to beat the Dragons. So as a result, the Dragons won the game with 36-20 to 20 score. Plus, also have the um, on-demand episode of that program, by the way. Let's go back to the home page. There we go. Okay, yep. Dallas Dragons versus Lebanon Warriors. High school football on Tricky Fox Radio. A broadcast of the high school football game with the Dallas Dragons competing against the Lebanon Warriors. There's a little um, player here that you can press play on, and it'll play the audio of the football game. It's about an hour and 41, hour and 40 minutes. And that's available at tfxradiodallas.rf.gd. We would be using ML or .com, but top-level domains are a little bit hard to come by, guys. Just saying. But, yeah, um... Yeah. Why not adding it? Okay, I guess I did not drag it. <laughs> I stand corrected. I oh wait a minute. Okay, I did add it. it was, uh, that wasn't the right time. Uh, radio DJ can be a weirdo sometimes, unfortunately. Let's remove all that. One. <clears throat> All right, uh, let's hurry up and get some music here. I'm going to do the um, classic seven minutes of music. 
Alright, let's play some Doja Cat, Fade Down Red. That's about four minutes. And we'll play um, Dua Lipa Dance Tonight. And coming up in the next segment, I believe we'll just read an era of news story from like CNN or something. Maybe local weather from my own website. But anyway, you're listening to Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club for Monday, September 18th, 2023. We'll be right back right after this. Don't go away. That was Dance Night by New Leaper from the movie Barbie. Starring Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling. And before that was apparently a remake of a certain song of whatever name. Um, Doja Cat, Hate the Town Red. Now, um, I'm going to read a weather report, but I'm going to have to read it from weather.com because apparently the, um, my website's weather widget did not want to load for some reason, which I found quite bizarre. So we're just going to do it the old-fashioned way with the weather channel. How about that? This was updated as of 8.30 a.m., which is, I believe, the time I visited this page just now. Um... Right now it is 62 degrees and cloudy. Today it'll be 73 and later tonight it'll be 46. Also there was a massive shark rescued on Florida Beach. Nah. Anyway, today's forecast for Dallas, Oregon. Right now it is 64 in the morning with precipitation of just 2%. So technically it's not really going to rain at all today. In the afternoon, it'll be 71 degrees. With, um, what kind of skies, I wonder? Mostly sunny. Okay, that's what I thought. Evening, it'll be 55 with... Partly cloudy nights. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Overnight, it'll be 49 with, I believe, partly cloudy overnight. Weather today in Dallas, Oregon, it feels like 61. The high and low is 73 and 46 degrees. Humidity is 79%. Pressure is up 30.08 inches. Visibility is 10 miles. Sunrise is 6.55 a.m. And sunset is 7.18 p.m. Eventually, when fall start, when fall back, it'll be going three hours back to 4.18. Wind is 7 miles per hour. Looks like it's south. Um, oh, I can't figure out that direction. Okay, it doesn't say. But I think it's, um... I think it's south... Yeah, uh, southeast. Yeah, I think that's right. Southeast, 7 miles per hour. Um, dew point is 55. UV index is 0 of 11. And the moon phase tonight will be a waxing crescent. Alright, um, there's an hour forecast, I'll just skip that. Um, <clears throat> today it's going to be 73 degrees. Oh, look at this, you can lose the ads by going premium. <laughs> Dude, that's what ad blockers are for, guys. <clears throat> Tuesday on the 19th, it'll be 71 degrees. With, um, mostly sunny skies. Wednesday on the 20th, it'll be 69, with, I believe, mostly, yeah, well, actually partly cloudy, but close enough, 69. Um, Thursday, it'll be really sunny, with a temperature of 75 on Thursday, that is. 
Yeah, on Friday the 22nd, it'll be 73, with once again partly cloudy skies. And out of all the days, Wednesday has the most precipitation, but even then it's only 18%, so it's very unlikely it could rain that bad. Now we're here looking at the radar, you can see right here, um... Not really any rain at all. I mean, they're the, most, the only green spots I see on here are mainly very little, and they're not even any close to Bolt County. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> and mainly it's just a bunch of copyright information. Long they're um, made in Georgia stuff because their headquarters, I believe, are actually in Georgia. In irony. But I think that's really all let us read on here. That's interesting. Um, other than the fact it's going to push some hurricane news in our face. But um, I don't know what we can do to finish off this segment, guys. I'm pretty much dumped. Um, um, Yeah, I don't know, guys. Um, I'm trying to figure this out. Um, uh, there is something I could talk about. I just can't think of it right now. Um, oh, what should we talk about to finish this segment off? I got like five minutes. I have to think of it really quick. Um, well, I guess there's something I could talk about, even though it's kind of personal. I have a appointment with a grief counselor later today on a video call at 5 p.m. Um, um, I don't know if you had heard this on September 11th, but um, and also I did post we'll be off the air for like 60 days. 16, I should say. Um, but that apparently did not happen. Um... <clears throat> But apparently what happened was my mom passed away. She was at age 61, and she just recently passed away. She passed away on September 10th, by the way, of this year. Um, I'm still feeling grief about it, by the way, guys. And I know I sh really shouldn't be talking about personal stuff over the air, but you know what? I'll try to be as discreet as possible. You see, my mom was... Uh, I mean, yes, I did take a lot of action towards her and be mean to her, but now I feel like it's my fault for um, doing all this and it caused her to pass away. But I, everyone is right. They're saying it's not my fault, and you know what? They're absolutely right. It was not my fault. But I still feel some guilt in myself, okay? And, again, I really should be keeping this as discreet as possible, but... It is the truth. Well, not really, but you know what I mean. Um, I still feel some guilt in myself regardless of what people say or not. Now, um, I understand the pain I've been going through the last few days, but um, I'm trying to fight through this, guys. Don't worry. So hopefully we'll get through this as much as I can. But anyway, um, let me just feed some commercials and music in here. 
so I can get that done and over with. Uh, we'll just do um, three minutes this time because I want to finish it off with Calm Down, which is like four minutes. Five. Chanel. Okay, where's the um? Oh, it was already highlighted. My mistake. Music. Top 40. Alright, we'll use a three minute song. Um, what should we put in? Um, something that's at least a minimum of three minutes. How about flowers? Yeah, that could work. Uh, and we'll finish it off with. Um, Hey, where are you at, Rima? Here you are. <laughs> anyway, um, to close out the show, we will have Miley Cyrus Flowers and Rima and Selena Gomez Calm Down. Really good staple song, by the way. Let's see how many times Flowers has been played. 22. And what about this one? 22 as well. Both of them have been played 22 times, by the way, it seems. But anyway, thank you for listening to Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club. As always, because we have this um, show recording on our production system, you'll be able to hear it online later for our on-demand podcast. If you'd like, you can check out the on-demand podcast available on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. They're currently available on those two platforms at the moment. We should be able to launch on more platforms later. We're still working into it, but I know for sure we are available on Apple and Spotify. So if you're using, so if you're using Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you're guaranteed to have a look at our on-demand podcast. Because we are available currently on those two platforms for now. We're hoping to launch on more. We're just working on it, okay? But anyway, thank you for listening to Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club for uh, Monday, September 18, 2023. We'll see what happens tomorrow. Will it be in there morning show? I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see. But anyway, hopefully I'll see you guys tomorrow morning. As always, thanks for listening. Goodbye, everyone.